You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. I'm Chris Horwadell, joined by Mario Hines. Mario, my friend, how are you? I'm doing okay. I the highs, and lows. For, the highs and the lows, man. It was a well, it was a bizarre week in general, but also in the sports world. I have BavadaSportsbook.com open in front of me, as I always do. We're going to take a look at the Week 18 lines from the National Football League. It's it, 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 we're here. It's the end. It's the end of the regular season. Many many teams. What 18 teams will not be playing football after this weekend, Mario? Ooh, I mean, hey, it it. It like we said it would in preseason week one. We get here in a blink. We have yeah. closed and opened our eyes. And the 18 teams that you picked before the season that would not be playing, I'm sure there's a few that you got wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think pretty much anybody. Right now, we have uh, Baltimore's locked up first place in the AFC, the two seed. Uh, the next game would be the two-seed Miami versus a seven-seed Indy. Mm-hmm. The uh, Chiefs would play the Bills 3-6, and the Jaguars would play the Browns 4-5. Mm. Uh, obviously, we have a weekend left to go, and there's some some stuff that can change. In the NFC, uh, 49ers currently have the bye. Number two, Dallas plays number seven, Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay snuck in. I hadn't even hadn't even. Isn't that funny? That. You kind of—I mean, your Green Bay Packers have some. My, my Green Bay Packers, yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited about that, and I probably yeah. should have known we were a playoff team. Correct. Uh, so sorry about this one, buddy. Right now, the Lions play the Rams three six, and the Eagles play the Buccaneers five four. <laughs> I mean, cool, cool. I not guess. favorable. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I'll, I'll, things things can change. Things can change. I. Probably, maybe I don't know. I don't know all the I don't know the the calculus that it's going to take for things to change, but I mean, just get ready. It's a it's a home game. It's okay. Well, Lions win, Pack uh, Cowboys loss would would bump the lines up to the two seed, and then you get the Packers. Oh, so it's not a lot to it. That's better. That's that's definitely better. Tampa Tampa can't catch you. You're stuck two three, I think. But Cowboys have Dallas or Cowboys have Washington. That's not yeah. great. Yeah. And um, man, I would just want to get away from them. the Eagles. Are also eleven and five. But I mean, I uh, that that makes that tricky. Because I guess if Dallas loses and Philadelphia wins, then Philadelphia is in front in the NFC East, and I don't know if that they or Detroit would have the tiebreaker. That's why I'm just like I'm focusing on the Rams. Yeah, I think you might be the three seed. Yeah, I mean, so you all losing mattered a lot. The but... Eagles, have, the Eagles have lost. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's crazy though. I I haven't I've been, I should tell you I haven't been paying attention for the last month and a half. I left it. We were ten and one. Things were good. Has that changed? Mm, it's about the same. I wouldn't look out the <laughs> and, window. I wouldn't. Look and, out the and, and please take into consideration my fragile mental state. Exactly. Like mm, <laughs> all things considered, it's about you're you're fine. Just don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't look outside. Just, don't look outside, man. 
<laughs> I know it is. It is cloudy and dreary, and it's everything's terrible. Everything. Yeah. It's yeah. everything's terrible. Yeah. Um, ah, I don't. Know. Let's. Well, I guess let's talk about both of those. Let's, let's talk about what happened in the Lions game this week, Mario. What What can be said that already uh, hasn't been said? I'll well, start with it, this. It hasn't I'll, been said by us. Correct. Well, I've year. said it all. It just hasn't <laughs> been said. <laughs> I have found a way to say everything. The, okay. So for, for those who don't know, walk us through what happened in the Lions game. Okay. So if you don't know, the final score was 19 to 20. If you say to yourself that's an odd score, it's because the Lions scored a final touchdown, eh, relatively final. There was time on the clock, whatever. In the, near the end of the game, score final drive touchdown, go for two, going for two no matter what. Sure. And trick play, you have to score. So your best play, your best two-point play or one of Detroit's best two-point play so happened to be a lineman eligible play mm-hmm. the linemen the offensive linemen mm-hmm. are supposed to declare because of their jersey number sure. okay everyone that can't happened just, can't just put a lineman in the game and let them catch a pass can't just do it it's just not there's there's regulations i know you see number twos everywhere not just behind center mm-hmm. but no the linemen still have number rules so a lineman reported the issue come when you find out that when the Lions run the play successfully, the guy that they threw it to supposedly, allegedly, and now, I mean, we have to believe it as fact, did not report. Uproar. I mean, it crazy. sure sure looks like there's video of him reporting. Here's my here's my thing, Chris. As soon as I mm-hmm. saw it, as soon as I saw it and I saw the flag, without any video evidence, my first thought, and I tweeted it so it could go into the ether. There's no way that Decker didn't report. There's no possible way that on the two-point conversion that wins the game, that is an unorthodox play that you put in likely this week or you you practice it in a very unique practice setting. Everyone knows what to do. It's the thing you don't forget. It's the one thing you don't forget. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure part of the practice of the play was go over there and report. Yes, like literally, go like where every step in practice is covered. Don't you probably no? Don't report like that. Report like this to that level Mm -hmm. of of scrutiny. So there's no way that Decker didn't report. Now, do you want me to go more in depth? Well, and for there are videos both of Jared Goff pointing Taylor Decker to the official to report. And of Taylor Decker going over to the official. We can't, obviously there's no audio, but it sure seems like he reported. Feel free to go more into depth. Look, there's not too many things after, before a play that a lineman is talking to a referee about. Right. The list, the list is so short. (laughs) Like the only time you'll ever see a lineman talking to a ref is after a penalty. Like, let's think, let's think about this. So this is before a play. After a touchdown before a play. So if two guys, because we'll give because now the explanation for the NFL is that you confused yourselves. You confused mm-hmm. too much deception. I'm like, look, man, there's no way, there's no way that two linemen spoke to you. I don't care how many guys are walking by you, walking near you. So three, I think two, two got number 70, who they said reported, um, 
what was near the referee. And that was so that for this very big, important play, there's some level of, you know, anonymity of which lineman is is declaring. Now, mm. you can't. <sighs> That's all I got, man. Because now I'm getting <laughs> to the I'm getting to the part that hurts. Seventy is on the opposite side of Decker. Sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. Seventy. I don't. Know, well, I forget his name. Lines up as a tackle. Lines up yeah. as a tackle. It's covered on the right side. Decker lines up skipper. skipper. Decker lines up on the opposite side <laughs> in an eligible position uncovered. Yep. <laughs> so of the two guys <laughs> of the two guys that were, were that that are under scrutiny here. One of them lined up in an eligible position and one of them did not. Okay, so like, and then add to the fact that Dan Campbell, who before we come into the game, everyone has agreed that he's a straight shooter. Like, that's why everyone loves him. No mm. deception to him. It's calling it like it is. So there is, isn't even like a why should we believe Dan Campbell? Like, you're pulling that out of your ass for this scenario because right. everyone believes in Dan Campbell. Part of it is such a straightforward guy. So he says, we talked about this. It's a play that you are trying to alleviate any confusion from the folks that matter, the refs. Mm-hmm. So he talked about it. And the, the, the last thing that I'm going to say, and then you can just take over, is that okay. the flag was late. The flag was mm-hmm. late, Chris. The flag was very late. Yeah. I mean, it was, look, it was bad for everybody. Uh, was, you guys would have kept the number one seed uh, hopes alive and you would have given the Cowboys a sixth loss, which even after the Eagles utterly embarrassing loss to the Cardinals would have meant the Eagles were still in first place in the NFC East. Hmm. Who knows if things change with that knowledge. Now, having said that they've lost three, four of their last five, they've looked bad doing so could have lost to the giants last week. It's been ugly. They are literally a historically bad defense at this point. Yeah. It's it's embarrassing, and it it seems like there's no trust in the coaches. It seems like there is dwindling morale, uh, to put it kindly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's big problems in Philadelphia. This is um, what is that? All I could think of is what is that? Uh, what's that door song? Uh, this is the end. My only friend, the end. And that's just, that's just what it, that's just what it felt like. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and sing that because it's, you know, Jim Morrison, but uh, yeah, this is the end. My only friend, the end. And uh, it feels like, it feels like the end of something in Philadelphia. It, it does. It, it, things are just so fundamentally broken. The defense is, I, I can't, I don't know how many got made two players be back from this defense next year. Um, I don't blank and ship will be back. Slay will be back. Reddick will be back. Jalen Carter will be back. I don't know that there should be another starter who's back, man. Defense horrid. I, I didn't expect that. We, none of us did. I mean, come on. We didn't expect this. You know, we, we, we thought that there would be some change turnover, whatever. Um, but the thing that is, the ripple effect the thing that i'm like very very taken aback by is the thing that made 
the Eagles so strong and so formidable last year was the strength of the locker room. Like, I don't want to use the buzzword culture, but it would just, you could tell like everybody was bought in. Everybody was going towards the same direction. Everyone knew their role as far as like, I have to show up in this way. And now Mm. there's just (laughs) the seams, the seams, like the threads are loose at the seams and they just continue to get looser and looser and you don't tighten things up. And now, you know, you've got what you've got. And I don't want to put a lot on AJ Brown. I don't know how real that is. Well, the AJ Brown comments today were interesting. I didn't see AJ Brown finally talked to the media again today. Mm. And do you remember in that Seattle game, uh, Nick Sirianni gave a very weird ex- reasoning for why they went for that play at the end of the game that basically said they were trying to draw a penalty to get into field goal range and stuff like that. Yeah. Came out today that Nick Sirianni was, was uh, taking the blame for the receivers. And I believe AJ specifically, AJ said that the receivers have been doing too much freelancing. Oh, and wow. that, that that was the reason that that ball wasn't where it was supposed to be is because the receiver was not where he was supposed to be in that play. Who was the receiver? I believe it was AJ. <laughs> so like, I mean, this is the, uh, this is the Odell thing where some, it can be difficult to have Odell on your team because you don't know uh, what route Odell is going to run on any given play. I wish this is a part, like I wish I knew what the, like what the, what's the word I'm looking for? Where there's certain times in the locker room and certain times in a playbook and then certain times in a position group where like you have your your ability to, I don't even want to call it freelance, but like you're able to pick your spots and, and get to the spot however you, you need to. Like there's that flexibility. You got some options on the play. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and based on like the skill, seniority, understanding of the play, get to the spot like route be damned get to the spot right i wonder how much of that which is is a great thing when you have guys that can do it like a lot of it happened um in indy when i was there and um but with with the change with bj and like just how much of that starts to to be like it's up to me you know like because when i hear freelancing like it's such a broad term for such good receivers that I'm like, what, what are the rules here and and how far have they been broken and how did they, how did we get here? Like that's where my football brain went. Cause I'm like, okay, cool that I know I need to know more. I need to know more. Well, I, I saw a fascinating article yesterday that was posted in the, in the comments on Twitter of the, uh, of a Jeff McLean article talking about the coaching staff. And this is, Now take it for what it is. This is from Jonathan Gannon, but the article says seven games into the 2021 season, Nick Sirianni, the Eagles head coach who'd brought Gannon with him from Indianapolis stormed into a meeting venting about how he wasn't sure that he could uh, call the offense and manage the game, how it needed to be. At that point, the Eagles were two and five. So give the play calling to Shane Gannon suggested referring to offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen. Well, they're going to look at me like I'm a failure, Gannon remembers Sirianni saying. Who gives a fuck, Gannon replied. We're all going to get fired if we're 13 and 4, if we're a 3 and 14. Um, 
In the past, Sirianni's been vague about saying exactly what happened when he handed over play-calling duties to Steichen, but Gannon says it was after the loss to Las Vegas that dropped the team in two and five they had this conversation. Mm. So it like it wasn't even his idea to give up play call. It, if you believe Jonathan Gannon here, like it had to be Jonathan Gannon who was like, uh, maybe let that guy who's probably the best coach on the staff uh, call some plays. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, if I could trade Nick Sirianni for Shane Steichen right now, I would I would do that in a heartbeat. For sure. For sure. Like, give me and I mean he's not going anywhere because he's he's been he's coached this team for three years. They've gone to a Super Bowl and he's gone to the playoffs three times. Nick Nick is not going anywhere. But look, Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick, people like that wouldn't hate it. <laughs> wouldn't hate it. I <laughs> mean, and it's just he puts himself in such a bad position and kind of puts the team in such a bad position because he's a quote unquote offensive coach who doesn't call plays, which means if you're successful, your offensive coordinator is always going to get poached. Correct. Correct. And so there's no benefit. Like you need, you need to have a retread offensive coordinator who isn't going to get more head coaching opportunities. And those guys probably aren't getting head coaching opportunities for a reason. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to do you no service. My thing is like, okay. Because I he can't manage it. Cool. Like, game plan, scheme it up. What's the, like, what is the value add? You know what I mean? Like, what are you, what are you yeah. doing? I mean, I think, I think he has an eye for the guy in the position, like, which t- it takes. I just don't think, I don't think, and, and what, also what that tells me is that everything's flexible. There's a bendability about all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and maybe Steichen was the guy that said, this is how it needs to be done for it to work, though. You know what I mean? And I don't think, uh, obviously, right? I don't think BJ is that guy. He's not the guy that says, this is exactly how it needs to be. Exactly. I'm just worried he's too close to Jalen Hurts as well. I agree. I agree. I think that's part of it. I think they both... Who in the... Sorry. No, go ahead. Who in the world is calling... On thir- what is it? We effectively got us the third and third and twenty. Who's calling quarterback sneak, quarterback sneak, wide receiver draw, or wide receiver screen? screen like, yeah. how is that the how is that the fucking play call set? When you're wondering, like as a, as an OC, when you're wondering if this is the play, as opposed to because the press conference, I don't. He didn't say the word wonder, but it's like I was trying to get, I was trying yeah. to get, I was trying to get, and that's like you are you are not establishing anything when you're doing that. And if that's the case at this stage, <laughs> then who knows how bad it was when you're quote unquote, getting your footing the first eight weeks. Uh, let me know when he gets that footing and you know? what college he's at next year. For real. For real. Because Go back uh, to talk. I would really prefer somebody else to be the offensive coordinator, please. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I'm guessing. First of all, I'm guessing there's a realistic chance they lose in the first round. Uh, if it is, if it's the Bucks, that's probably the matchup that I want and probably the highest likelihood of winning. But hard to see this team getting past the second round of the playoffs. And uh, if that's the case, I think the only thing that actually happens is uh, Sean Desai is formally fired and yeah. Matt Patricia is formally hired. That would and be that so is going bad. To be, that is not going to make me happy, Mario. That would be so bad, man. Like, it's Looking so weird. Like, we're here, Brian Johnson. Why is why? How does Darius Slay feel about all this? <laughs> apparently, they've put their stuff behind them. He's he's know. apparently okay with it. I I don't know if I that's true know. or not. Slay is like 
I don't know. I've lost a lot of respect for him this year. He's kind of a couple of times after bad defensive performances, he just likes to point out that he played well. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? Like, great. Team lost, defense played bad. Oh, okay. Your your PFF grade was was good, but who like okay. He's not whatever. He's not the culture guy though. He's not the he's not the tone setter. He's a defensive coordinator. He's a defensive captain. I know, I know, I know. Like guys like him, but I'm like, he's not the guy that um He's not the guy that like sets the the tone of like how things go. Dude, you're the, you're a defensive captain. You don't say I played well. True, true. I don't know how and the voting goes. Fucking story. I, I don't and, know how the voting goes, but like he went to Mississippi State and then played for the Lions. Man, like he developed. I I I can feel good with mediocrity. I can feel good. Like he's what else would he have known? Well, I'm, I suspect he won't be a captain next year. I I'm doubt saying. it. Yeah. I could not guess who will be. Maybe, I guess Hassan will probably be the defensive captain. Maybe Reed Blankenship, but yeah, it's uh, and how Kevin Byard is just cooked. Yeah, what happened with that guy? That, that he was he was a top one hundred player two years ago. Yeah, and he's just he, he's cooked. Bradbury is cooked is, is kind. Yeah, Woo-hoo. they just they need some overhauls, man. They need some overhauls. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Jordan Davis, uh, they're they're speculating that he's getting fined every week because of how out of shape he is. So that's cool. That's crazy because how are you? I mean, that's what I mean. Like, what is are the margins just like gone? I don't even want to say thin. Like, is everyone doing their own thing? Like, is every single person doing whatever they want? I think I think it's you it's easier when you have captains in the locker room, guys like Fletcher, guys like Brandon Graham, who are still good football players. I wonder how much respect they lose when they're just guys come in and they're like, yeah, you used to be good, but like, you're just a dude now. Why are you telling me what to do? Is Shaq Leonard not that? Shaq Leonard's also not good. And he got here three weeks ago. I mean, I'm just wondering. Like, like what? Like he might be the best linebacker we have, but that like either one of us would probably be number two. Hey man, downhill I go, like literally, like to the locker room if you're trying. To yeah, for real. I'm just I'm just <laughs> faking an ankle injury on any play. <laughs> IR baby, <laughs> trying to get that trying to get that paycheck end of your paycheck. <laughs> not, oh, yeah, my. I mean, anybody who's listening to me tell the story knows the history. Look. Mario and I have very different football histories. Very, mm-hmm. very different football histories. Mario, obviously, an incredibly accomplished athlete, incredibly accomplished football player. And sure, I was, I was a good athlete in high school, but my football experience lasted like two summer practices, man. <laughs> like two, and the first time, it, like I don't even want to count the first one because you know, you know what the summer practices are. Yeah, I was it's gonna like say. glorified hanging out. And like, like, yeah, I got, it was over. Like I got, I got just fucking drilled and yeah, <laughs> I yeah, was not yeah. into it. It'll turn into something. It'll, it'll, and, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll solve it for you. It solves itself. Football. I, uh, yeah, I, I made a very, I made, a, I made a business decision at that point, Mario. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was not going to be in the business of playing football. There, that's the business. That's what Darius Slay is doing weekly, I think. I'm much more comfortable shooting a basketball from 25 feet away than getting hit by a linebacker who's heading to D2 college. Hey, you you did it well. You did it well, at least. 
<laughs> let's uh, let's take a look at week 18 in the National Football League. This is a weird week, man, because uh, there's some strange lines because some teams just don't have anything to play for. We are getting the return of Carson Wentz this week. Excited about that. We'll be starting for the Rams with Stafford uh, with Stafford sitting. Before I guess before we get to that, college football national championship as well. Number two, Washington. Number one, Michigan. Michigan minus four at Bavada. Do you have any thoughts on this one? What's your prediction? It's going to be tough. Um, the thing, though, is I want to compare this to something. I don't have the clean comparison, so I don't want to give it. But I will say that Washington only has one way to win this game, and I don't know if it's the yeah. case. I don't know if they're just athletically superior than Michigan. Uh their offense is more uh, is that more athletically superior than Michigan's defense because everything that Washington's going to need to do Michigan has an answer for on paper right now as we know it. Uh, I, I think you're <laughs> I think that's mildly reductive I, I don't think there's a team in college football that has the answer to Washington's pass offense regardless of how good their defense is uh, that that pass offense is unbelievable. Penix over four hundred uh, over four hundred over forty five hundred yards passing two years in a row. He and Patrick Mahomes, the only players in college history to do that. Um, and they're they're just the receivers are just so good. You got three guys who will probably be pros next year. Michigan obviously loaded as well. The defensive backfield is pretty good, but Washington obviously just needs to score points to win this game. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know. I want to see. I just want to see the. I have to see the matchup. I'm unsure how much running by they're gonna do in the air, and how untouched. Now, now don't get me wrong. Penix can move in the pocket well, but I don't know. He's gonna have to do that. He's gonna have to do it a lot. Yeah, Penix is outstanding. It's crazy to me that people still underrate this guy. It's crazy to me that people have players like J.J. McCarthy and Bo Nix ranked as better pro prospects than him. I understand the uh, major, major, major injury, injury history. I understand that he's older. This is a, what, six-year college player? 24. But dude's arm talent is, it's crazy. is there. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's the type of arm talent that, that does make you over-exaggerate. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hyperbolic arm talent. Like, well, it, it's a victim of the moment type um, impressive impressive and and this is not to downplay it i'm literally saying like it's such a wonder that you'll think like is he the best quarterback in the nation <laughs> like it'll do it'll mm-hmm. do that to you you know yeah in a, a year where there's chalk full of good quarterbacks i can't remember having a top three as strong as williams may caleb daniels in uh, in quite a while caleb daniels jalen daniels in a while i like it i i <sighs> The quarterbacks and the wide receivers in this group are pushing history in terms of what I think they'll end up being. Also, I realize his name is Jaden Daniels. It's cool. <laughs> also, older, I'm, right? no, it's I'm not. I, I don't. Is he? He's not as old. Oh, yes, he he's 23. How about that? 23. Yeah. Uh, Drake is 21.3 years old. Caleb is 22.1. And where were we? Michael Penix. He's 44, I think. <laughs> Michael Penix is uh, 23.6. So, yeah. But yeah, man, just so talented. And it's just, it's a crime to have Bo Nix rated above him. 
Because, you I know, also Bonix is older than Michael Penix. And uh, as a follow-up, he's Bonix. Yo, like, did we forget how small Bonix shrank at the second half of his SEC run? Like, mm-hmm. did we forget? I don't know. What the f- like, what the hell? Yeah. At least McCarthy, you can look at him and be like, ah, he's an athlete and he's still 20 for like another couple of minutes. There's potential there. But yeah. I don't know. He's just... I, I like my quarterbacks to be able to throw the football. Call me. Crazy. I need. I need. A, I need a comparison for for JJ McCarthy for me to really get on board with him having any type of real impact in the league. Like he's yeah, not even Jake Locker to me. He doesn't have the arm. Yeah, like Jake Locker had arm talent. He just didn't understand football. Maybe didn't like it. But McCarthy, yeah. I don't see it. An af- average arm plus athlete, kind of. Thinly built too, yeah. <laughs> probably right around the two hundred. Uh, everybody and everybody talks about Jaden Daniels is like is so skinny and yeah he is he's he's built like that but he's he's six four two ten he's actually like ten pounds heavier than McCarthy is yeah he just has that weird frame he's got those giant shoulders right 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 hard to fill all that out and pass the eye test and turn but like probably be fine you know I think um, he's gonna be I I wouldn't be shocked if he was the best quarterback from this class I really wouldn't be really. Dude, Jaden Daniels is legit. I gotta, I gotta take. I, I've only watched as a fan. Uh, I haven't watched as like with any type of analysis. He is legit. Twenty three doesn't like. I don't. I could not care less about being twenty three. Who cares? Me neither. Um, that's different. It's a different time. Legit, now. like su- super talented. Like the last three, <laughs> he completed seventy two percent of his passes. He threw forty touchdowns to four interceptions, and also ran for eleven hundred thirty four yards and ten more scores. Like, dude is oh, the best running quarterback since Lamar Jackson of legitimate prospects. He's, he's not, that's what I mean. Like what and I've seen can, though, and yeah. he can throw the ball. He's he's talented. I didn't like, know what the deal was. Somebody said at Arizona State he sucked. Um, teammate, I about sucked. Oh well, then maybe that's the case. You know, but people do grow up. Yeah, no, I mean, so did Joe Burrow. <laughs> and how about yeah? But I don't uh, like if I'm worried about somebody's personality, I'm worried about Caleb Williams. You think Caleb like Williams he just is a loser screams. like that? I think he's. I think he is a me guy. I think he's really? got a gigantic ego. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think his. I, I agree with the gigantic ego. I don't think it turns into me guy though. I think he can just. I think he believes he I can think, make every play on the field, like legitimately. I think he's about Caleb Williams. Damn. I would be. I would be terrified. And like you see the shit. Like he's. Uh, there was a there was a tweet. Uh, somebody telling the Bears that they should take. Uh, they should take what's his name, Marvin Harrison Jr. with the first pick in the draft, and he liked the tweet. <laughs> you know what? Like, uh, don't you don't need that shit, dude. You, that's real. That's real. But you know what? To to uh, as a sidebar, but like in the same realm of this conversation is, I don't like. And I, this is very old schoolish of me. When if you got mm-hmm. a picture of the locker room, like it was very like all this stuff is weird to me, anyways. But I've grown to whatever. But like <laughs> social media and athletes and the normity of it now is is too much for me. It's too much. I don't like mm-hmm. it. I don't like that the play I don't like that the players have direct access to fan comments or even like 
announcer comments in that way like before you had right. to go through like the filter of like get get on an interview get a blah, blah blah like liking right. some that that opinion is so whack like uh, Kyle Kuzma literally retweeted his own like he's on the trading block post and I'm like that's so like it's so weird it's not where's the veil I weirdly really I've grown to weirdly like Kyle Kuzma are you serious I don't understand it I, I think I, I think I really like Kyle Kuzma because I don't think he's a dick. I think he's just a weirdo. I can't argue that because I, I also a, get weirdo from him. I think he's just a he's like a, just a weird dude. Dog. And of all the realistic trade options for the 76ers, I would like Kyle Kuzma as my. There, uh, there's there's always there's always <laughs> there's always some extra. You you're, you're saving that so if you have to root for him, I get it. I won't be mad. All right. That's true. My opinion of uh, James Harden has certainly changed. So. Of course it has. All right. <laughs> Let's, uh, if that guy becomes, that's, you know what? If that guy becomes available, that's a guy who could help the Sixers. That Harden from the Clippers. That guy, I would, uh, yeah. I would pull the trigger on that. <laughs> pull, a, pull a trigger on that. Seems like a good team first dude. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, <clears throat> let's take a look at week 18 in the National Football League. There are some weird lines. Starting with the these couple of Saturday games, the Pittsburgh Steelers in Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens locked everything up. Bavada has the Ravens plus four at home. Ravens plus four. Yeah, yeah. They will, they will be sitting quite a few players, yeah. and I and let's not forget version two of the Mason Rudolph era in in Pittsburgh has been going pretty well. <laughs> and to top it off. I feel like I think I read this somewhere that they're honoring Ray Rice. So <laughs> they are honoring Ray Rice this week. So they're, yeah, that's specifically equals. for his accomplishments in elevators. You know, so it's gonna be a Steelers win because all the things are bad for the like in terms of like you're not gonna that's, win this game. That's true. All the, all the things you're doing means that's, that's like some, you don't care. That's some karma shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like you're gonna they're, lose. They're, they're honoring Ray Rice and like and showing streaming like a video, just a loop of of uh, Art Modell stealing the team in the middle of the night. From yeah. Yes. Like this is Steelers. Like, these are the worst right. things we've done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for yes. sure. <clears throat> well, who, like I would love to know whose idea it was to honor Ray Rice. Call up like, Ray Has it been long enough? Have we really forgotten? When, when was it? Uh, the Ray Rice thing? I mean, it's, yeah. oh, I bet you it's been like eight years. Yeah. Ray Rice. When did it happen? Because Rice 14. is Rice is only thirty six. Incident. When did the incident 14. happen? Elevator incident. It's it was fourteen. Okay, so ten years, you know, almost ten years ago. <laughs> but I still kind kind of feel like that's the kind of thing we shouldn't forget about. I agree. <laughs> somebody somebody should have been like, uh, maybe this isn't a great idea. <laughs> Not sure we should honor. A domestic abuser and it's on camera didn't she apologize like, or something i don't know but i yeah she i'm sure she was received a lot of money for that apology if that <laughs> like, uh, you guys spent so much money to just get us to like not hate the whole the ravens in by proxy and now he's back Go Steelers. Yeah, not a not a great call. It's it feels like some uh, some like like eighteen year old kid in like uh, 
some 18 year old intern. It was his idea. And somehow he was in charge, had no idea. And it's just like, yeah, this seems like good. I looked at stats. He was pretty good for us. We should honor that guy. This is weird that he didn't get many opportunities. You nailed it. You nailed it. I was, uh, I was looking at a apparent blockbuster has a Twitter still and blockbuster tweeted something out and like some dude, cause you know how, you know how fucking Twitter is. Yeah. Some dude was posted like you had the opportunity to buy Netflix and you didn't do it. What a mistake. That's why you're out of business. And, and the kid was like, I am a 20 year old intern. I don't have the ability to go to the bathroom without permission. I definitely didn't say no to buying Netflix. Yeah, it wasn't me, guy. Like, relax. Relax. Like, you you oh. think this is the CEO of Blockbuster? Like, this is Mr. Blockbuster on the other line. Here. Exactly. <laughs> James Blockbuster the third here. And I I tried yeah. my best to, to land the deal. Yeah. And he's like, shit, you're right. We should have bought Netflix. That exactly. Like, thanks, Christopher 225 or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you, there's no way that, that username was that wholesome. <laughs> no freaking way. I'm not going to make a joke about this because there's no good way to phrase this. But yeah, and it was not uh, that wholesome. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, turning away from things that get me in trouble, the Houston Texans are in Indy <laughs> to take on the Indianapolis Colts. This is a really big game. This is a winner potentially in the playoffs game. Indy mm-hmm. plus one at Bavada. Yeah, you said, I mean, is Garnu Minshew playing? The hell yeah, he is. Yeah, is CJ Stroud playing? CJ Stroud is playing. I think, oh man, I think this is. The it's league. weird. This is the game of the week. It, it, the it really is. Though. It really is. I swear. I swear. I'm, like, I'm glad you said that because I was about to like go into the fact that like, because everything else been, has been so crazy, like we kind of forget, and he was out for a couple of weeks. But the lights are back on him, and I think this mm-hmm. will actually be a statement game. This we'll remember this. We'll actually remember this as like a oh yeah, oh yeah. Remember when he got them into the playoffs his first year? Like we're gonna do it. We're gonna see. Yeah, a, te- a Texans team that we thought might be the worst team in football. Correct. Correct. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Quarterback play apparently influences teams quite a bit. <laughs> who didn't? Who'd have thought? The Atlanta Falcons are in New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. Bavada has the Saints minus three. I'm gonna see how many of these games we can use. Excuse me. The thing, the theme that you just gave us. This one's huge. Quarterbacks influence. <laughs> Quarterbacks will wow. greatly influence this yeah. game as well. <laughs> I can't call Saints it. Saints at eight, eight and eight. Don't seem they have a tiebreaker. Mm. I don't think anybody's playing for anything here because the Rams are. Yeah, they might have it over the. This they might be able to win if the Packers lose and Seattle Mm. lose. Might be able to get in if the Packers and Seattle lose. I got to give it to the Falcons. You have to, right? Have to be be seven and nine Packers Falcons. Okay, I don't really care. So whatever. Exactly. I, this this line I was really confused by until I realized that uh, one team had nothing to play for. Cleveland Browns are in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Bengals minus seven at Bavada. Oh, cool! Like every there, this is the the game because Cleveland's such a good fan friendly organization. This is the game that you can sign up to play in. Honestly. Yeah, that's how that's how Jeff Driscoll got the opportunity. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with Bavada and go and go Bengals. Minus seven. Yeah, the, the yeah. Bengals, the Bengals are they. They at least want to win. 
the <laughs> just yeah because nine and seven nine and uh, nine and eight looks better than eight and eight quite frankly correct the the browns yeah they they do not need this they're locked into that five seed the jacksonville jaguars are in tennessee to take on the tennessee titans this game does matter for the jaguars jags minus five on the road at bavada right um but my boy, my boy Trevor's still banged up, man. So I don't. I thought he practiced today. Yeah, he's gonna play for sure, but he's still banged up. Uh, I'm nervous about this, man. I'm actually very nervous. I know they need it. I'm nervous. Minus five away. I must not be tuned in to the Titans. Can you blame me? But um, yeah. Well, I'm... Titans. I think it's Tannehill because Will Levis got hurt last week. Ah, okay, cool. Go Jags. <laughs> okay. I was thinking. The New York football Jets are in New England to take on the Patriots. God knows this team is, this game is meaningless for anything but draft position. Bavada has the Jets minus one and a half. I can't imagine they're looking for the win here. This one I mean, is sorry, weird pa- for me. Patriots minus one and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just hard though for me because I think the Jets are the better team here or more in a better position to win, but. Mm-hmm. I also believe they're the type of locker room coaching staff that would quote unquote try to lose. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think so. You don't, I don't do you think, think so. The, Belichick definitely won't. He's too stubborn, and also no. he won't he won't be the Patriots head coach next year. So this win means nothing to them. Yeah, and honestly, he might like that it knocks them out of the ability to get a quarterback. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna go Jets here though. Like that, my first instinct was Jets. I'm gonna go Jets. All right, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers definitely uh, have something to play for in Carolina to take on the Panthers. Bucks minus four and a half at Bavada. Cool. Yeah, with the is Bryce Young playing? Sorry, I didn't. He, I think Bryce had his best game of the year last. Uh, he got last, banged up near the end, no, like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, you're right. Let me let me check. Oh, and he definitely did not have his best game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think CJ Beathard was the leading passer with 178 yards. Yeah. Um, he threw for like 30 yards. Jake Tepper gets. Uh, I don't see anything here. Okay, I'm still going Bucks. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the Panthers, is what. Yeah, I so. just didn't know how badly. I wanted to talk about how badly the Bucks were going to beat them, but fair enough. The Chicago Bears are in Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers. Game matters for the Packers. It does not matter for the Bears, obviously. Bavada has the Pack minus two and a half at home. So here's the thing, though. Chris, about this one that's worth yep. tuning in. It matters to Justin Fields. <laughs> so that's fair. I, it doesn't matter to the Bears, but Justin Fields is absolutely playing like every single snap matters. So this is actually a pretty good one to watch. He's been really hard to defend lately, <laughs> like really hard to defend. And I think that continues because the Packers defense is kind of terrible um, at this stage. So give me the Bears to upset the Packers at home. Biggest line of the week here, the Dallas Cowboys are in Washington to take on the Commanders, who are not announcing their starting quarterback just yet. you got to keep things spicy going into this matchup. <laughs> Commanders plus 13 at Bavada. <laughs> are the Commanders going to send out two quarterbacks and then the rest are going um, to? I, I bet you it's Bursette. I don't even know who that is. Oh, no, he's Toby hurt, isn't he? He was hurt, but I think he's healthy now. I think. Oh, yeah, you get healthy. <laughs> you better, get... Sam. I'm not sending Sam out there. Um, yeah. No, let's just let Jacoby play. It's fine. He's got a broken leg, but yeah. it's, he'll be okay. <laughs> Man, I really wanted the 
Cowboys to lose. Hey, me it's, too. Uh, yeah, but they're gonna win. Oh man, it's Cowboys. Oh, it is. It is the Howl led Washington uh, Commanders. Excellent. Um, no, and the Cowboys still want to win though. So I need they have, them still have to win. Yeah, that's why I think that I'm. This is a homer pick. I don't care. I'm not about to try to. Oh, Commanders. This is a homer pick. Commanders the cover though. No. Commanders outright. Outright. The old Cowboys fumble. Like I'm go. I was gonna try to bring that up as a. It's not real this year, clearly. Um, but I just need it to be real. I think the Cowboys might win this by thirty. Yeah, they well, might. <laughs> I, I hope you're right, though. That would make things a lot more interesting for the Eagles. Um, although. I don't hate the box in the first round. Anyway, yeah, the Denver Broncos are in Vegas to take on the Raiders. Bavada has the Raiders minus two and a half. Yeah, give me the Raiders. You kind of want any and all things. I don't, everyone else has to pay for this, sorry, but you kind of want any and everything bad to happen to the Broncos after finding out that they do guys like that with their contract, regardless of if it's Russell Wilson or not. So give me mm-hmm. the Raiders. The Chiefs are in LA to take on the Chargers. Bavada has the Chargers minus three and a half. That oh, there's sense. no okay. Yeah, wait. Are the Chiefs also not? I mean, I know that they're fine. Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs are locked. It looks yeah. like yeah. Chiefs are locked in that three seed. Okay, well, I still don't think the Chargers can beat them. <laughs> Who's the backup quarterback though? Before I say that, Easton Stick. Oh, I thought it was still Tyler Thigpen. Um, I'm pretty sure Tyler Thigpen retired in the late '90s. Oh, that's the receiver. Huh? No, that's Yancey Thigpen. Yes, I was making a joke, but you're oh, right. You like, Damn it. <laughs> Proud of you for that one. That's a good. That's a good pool. That's a good pool. Yeah. No, give me. I'm going. I'm gonna. I, this Chargers team is bad, man. Like this. This is evenly matched now, and so I'm giving it to the Chiefs. The uh, where are we at? Oh, hype for this game. Why does this always happen? Why is it another 4:25 game? I want to watch this. The Carson Wentz led Los Angeles Rams are in San Francisco to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Bavada has the 49ers minus four and a half at home. Yeah, give me the give me the Niners. Why can't you watch it? I gotta unfortunately watch the Eagles lose to the Giants. No, you don't. I guess I could multi-view it. No, just give yourself the opportunity. This isn't something I would never do, by the way. Give yourself the opportunity to not watch the Eagles. Just see what happens. Uh, I'm, I suspect I'm going to have that opportunity in like three weeks. Just so, so my I'll bad. Take advantage my of it. My bad. <laughs> Let's go Rams here. Damn, my bad, bro. The Eagles are in New York to take on the Giants. This is this is an interesting one, man, because that field is terrible, and they would. <laughs> I'm sure they would really prefer to have been in a position here where they could have sat people who mattered, but not where they find themselves. Bavada has the Giants. The Tarod Taylor led Giants plus five at home that's different that's that makes a difference who's leading that charge for the giant for sure i'm gonna go with you all like you have to i think the heart of what you all came from like has to still be there the core of it has to still be there to be able to win this game so i'm gonna i'm all things considered i'm going with that i'm going with the eagles here i just want to see chaos reign if they lose this game i just yeah. want to see the fuck the the fucking shit storm that follows it oh just let it implode bottom this out. is a this is a just watch the world burn kind of situation man it really is yeah yeah one thousand percent the seattle seahawks are in arizona to take on the red hot arizona cardinals an offensive juggernaut mario mm-hmm. cardinals plus two and a half at bavada 
I mean, who haven't the Cardinals beaten? Um, so many. I mean, two of their wins, two of their four wins are against the Eagles and the Cowboys, which is crazy. Like, I'm telling you, they probably, like, hang their hat on that. Uh, are the Seahawks playing for anything? The Seahawks, I believe, are playing for something. They're in that mix of eight and eight teams fighting for the seven seed of the playoffs. They lose then. Let's go Cardinals here. <laughs> Let's go Cardinals here. And finally, uh, interesting game. I don't think it matters for Miami. X X means clinched playoff berth. They have not clinched the division. Mm. Okay, maybe it does. Actually, I can Buffalo jump up? I think Buffalo might be able to jump up to the two seed here with a win. The Buffalo Bills are in Miami to take on the Miami Dolphins. Basically, winner gets the two seed match. And the Dolphins are plus three at home. Yeah, I'm I'm not Dolphins are in no position to win this game defensively. Um yeah, give me the Bills here. I feel bad, man. I feel really bad. Brad Bradley Chubb. Sorry, brother. Well, it's in garbage time, man. Yeah. So that shit shouldn't happen. That's what oh, oh, whatever. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, to all of those people whose teams are one of the 18 that will not be playing football next week. I hope you enjoyed the season. Uh, it's it's weird that we're it's weird that we're in week 18. It's I guess weird that there is a week 18. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe we're here already. And I can't believe we're here at the end of the show already, Mario. It feels like we just begun. It feels like it feels like we just started this thing. And uh, this is the last episode. So for Mario Hines, I'm Chris Forwardell. Thanks for listening. And uh, I don't know. See you next, next week. Year? Week? Cool. <laughs> Either way. See ya. <laughs>